0: The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley Building in Santa Cruz, California.
1: It's a driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> God, yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO, mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you.
0: <laughs> hey, Yolo, you only have one life.
2: Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right
1: there. Damn it, I screwed up. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by radforsale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood
2: era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com.
0: Off the record.com fight those tickets if you don't win you don't pay all you have to do is download the app snap a photo of your ticket answer a few questions get matched to an experienced lawyer and you won't pay for the ticket enter code awesome to get a nice discount
2: welcome to driving while well awesome my name is warren i'm lane
1: i'm art yeah
2: robots back folks all right here we go
1: uh how you guys doing? I'm doing things. As, as, as if always. we didn't
2: just talk for forty five minutes before we record.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm like, I'm
1: tired of talking yeah. and I kinda of have the giggles and long time yeah. no know, see you guys. Yeah.
0: yeah. Guys. Hey. Hi guys. Hi, how are you?
2: Dude, I just uh I just got in. It feels like kind of a mad dash. Just just drove in from Big Sur and unpacked the car, the van and
1: just made it. Yeah. Barely yeah. made it. So it took like, yeah. it took six weeks instead of two hours because you were in the Vanagon? Yeah, pretty much. Were you pinned the whole time?
2: <laughs> I don't pin it, but it feels <laughs> like it at times for sure. Although this was the good time to do it because it wasn't hot. Anytime you're driving in that thing and it's really hot, it feels like you're even, you know, it's even worse. But mm. no, it was good.
1: It was good. Good trip there's a question later that involves heat and stressed engines that or at least that's how i want to answer it and um i think your car uh maybe would benefit from a higher octane in those situations do you get any pinging
2: mm. i mean i only use 91 at all times oh so. and that one
1: okay well I mean, yeah, mean it's like i think it's overkill normally but in that situation like that's where it benefits from it right because the whole point of it is to basically prevent knocking and like if in in these types of cars. Yeah. They run super hot, right? Like, and you're overstressing them and blah, blah, so. um Although yours is, water more, uh, yours is water-cooled. Yours is liquid-cooled. A l- little cold.
2: bit more BTUs, right? A little more power out of that gasoline?
1: Um, I don't know. The only thing that I know of is that it's basically... It's kind of like... I mean, this is a question for later, but we can kind of answer it now, I guess. But it's kind of like a requirement for a certain type of engine, right? Like if it's going to be under certain conditions or if it's a higher compression motor, it doesn't detonate. So it doesn't pre-detonate and it's a slower burning fuel. So like um it, versus like it, if if it detonates earlier then you're not using your engine at its full potential um right. and that's if you have a high compression like high stress motor that's built for performance um so it's a requirement to get the performance that you want if you put a lower lower octane fuel in the engine and it has um the ability to retard timing and to adjust spark like a advanced fuel injection system would then you basically, you can put whatever in it, it's just gonna, it's gonna basically adjust for that and compensate for that to avoid the knocking, but then you're gonna lose right. power. So it's like, you don't necessarily gain more, you just run the risk of losing power if you don't I see run it, rain. yeah,
2: that's how I've always thought of it and I've, I was told early on that if you're ever, if the car is loaded up or you're going uh, like up mountains and stuff, uh, 91 is like basically higher octane the better in those cases. Right. And I don't know if it depended on the the fuel system but I mean a while ago I just kind of went all in on 91 like all the cars I have I just that's just gasoline I don't really like (laughs) except for the Mighty Max (laughs) always like yeah it just whatever I I try to do top tier 91 Chevron if I can find it but
0: yeah I'm um, a Valero guy myself but I feel you is it It's tier? That's so, why. That's that's the joke. No. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> what about Rotten Robbie? Detergents. <laughs> Rotten Robbie, rot Robbie is definitely
0: not. That's bottom <laughs> no. tier. That's, <laughs> no, yeah, no. that's a bottom. tier. It's like pure sure. sulfur. Then, then you get
2: into detergent talk, and I don't. I'm not well versed on that. Um, the other thing I can tell you is that my friend is an engineer for Chevron, and he they do like a full training when you start there. This is like 20 years ago, but um, they give you the basics like how the you know, network of fuel trucks works, and how they get gasoline everywhere and stuff. No matter what you do, like you have to have some basic knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the thing he said was that they say if you ever see a tanker in the station refilling the tanks, do not get gasoline there hmm. because it's it's loading up. It's basically moving all that sediment. Oh, and you can pick oh, up because
0: you want it all. So you want to have time for it to all go to the bottom, again. settle
2: again, right? So yeah. it's like pumping in and like. Disturbing all mm-hmm. that crap in the in yeah, the tank in the sense. ground, and so that happened to me the other day actually. And I thought about my buddy Matt, and I was like, i'm "Not stopping, I'm wow. just gonna keep yeah. going."
1: And you just ran out of what fuel. What car
0: were you in? <laughs> What's that? What car were you in?
2: My Mercedes.
0: Oh, okay. Mm, Probably the least yeah. affected by that too.
2: Yeah, Maybe. I just I wasn't dire. Like obviously, if it was um, the only gas station. I was like on fumes for sure. Yeah. I would have done it, mm-hmm. but it was just like I can get it. Later tomorrow, so it's like no big deal,
0: mm-hmm.
2: anyhow. That's gas. Talk. Fingers
0: crossed for tomorrow, right?
2: Detergent
1: that's right. Better detergents. detergent, you know, you know, the top yeah, of the I valves. Th-
0: <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, but it is kind of all about those supposedly. I mean, all gas comes from the same place, so it's all about those like little things that they the add ons
1: or whatever, right? Right, yeah.
2: I mean, I think Chevron tastes the best, so I always yeah. go with that. Yeah, well, I just
1: have Techron, yeah. Techron gets you, it just sounds good, right? Techron, it
2: does. I'm, I'm all in. They've got me. If yeah. I was like seriously trying to get sponsorship for my BMW, I'd probably have to talk to Chevron because
1: yeah, it's it like has 90, Techron. So yeah,
2: ninety five percent of all fuel I've put in that car is Chevron. I would say I,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Chevron or Shell. I'm pretty. I'm not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not uh discriminatory there. Like either one is fine. You know, I'm I'm down. You're not, a I'm not a loyalist. not a loyalist. Brand loyal. I'm not super brand loyal, but I'm loyal to those two. And then kind of like then I'll go to the next thing down if that's what's available. right? If you have to do it, sure. Seventy six. Yeah, you know, um, I, you know, and this is all very regional, by the way. If you go to different places in the country, they yeah. have different. You gas. get
0: dinosaur gas or whatever.
1: What's that? Yeah. East Coast I, Sinclair. I love Sinclair. the dinosaur gas because it reminds me of Toy Story. Um, I don't know if that does it for no. everyone, but Sinclair. Uh, I love the dinosaur. Because dance. it reminds <laughs> because it me of, reminds of, of Toy, Toy, Toy Story. St-
0: See, Toy Story is like a little, it's a little young for Warren and I. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we're more like, uh, what's that? There was some dinosaur movies from the early 90s. maybe The that's TV more... show
2: Land Before Time? Or, or Land Be before, before Time. That was yeah. the TV or show? No. Or no. no, no. Land, Land Before Time, the movie. The movie. No, I'm thinking of the TV show Dinosaur. Dinosaur with the little
1: baby, yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Which was the
2: craziest thing? The people in the was 80s and TGI the early yeah. 90s? Yeah, I think so. And it was like that, and and elf, uh, elf, not the mama, not the mama. So weird, dude! Yeah. A sitcom with of rubber
0: dinosaur people. Yeah. So <laughs> Are you weird, kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, oh, sorry. Fuck it. Now we watch people unbox toys and <laughs> Jesus and Christ. just like
2: home videos, dude. Yeah. Well, everyone's a star now. Everyone has yeah. something to say. Everyone's funny. Everyone's a little quirky, a little weird. Yeah. Well, funny.
1: Like like the DWA guys, even. Um, <laughs> exactly. Texaco. We have, we, we have I, to say. I actually, but I just want to, last thing I'll say about gas is I love me a mobile station. And there's something special about that when I see them. They're not very common in our neck of the woods. So it just, you know, you see the little horse the, or the Pegasus, rather, and there's something there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, for and, sure. Yeah. It, and then mobile one right you gotta gotta love it i guess
2: <laughs> mobile mobile so i guess i should talk about big Sur since i just got back from a trip to big Sur, four nights at uh, plaskett creek big south and um the road is blown out so you have to take the you have to take 101 south to pass the robles and then you go across to the coast and back up i haven't done that that drive that direction in a really long time. We've gone down to ragged point from Monterey and back. So essentially like most of the fun parts of highway one, but coming from that area and going over 46, so rad right now. And it is because we're usually there in that neck of the woods this time of year from, for the rallies. Like, you know, this would be the time that we would have been there. So everything's green. There's poppies. It's beautiful weather, super killer. But I had this kind of epiphany because I was solo in the van. Uh, my my wife and son were going to meet me two, like after a couple nights. Um, they were visiting grandparents and stuff. So I was solo. It was like late afternoon, cruising up the coast, some good music on. And you know that feeling you get after like a really killer section of road with like good friends, good cars, maybe on a rally or something. It's like this euphoria of like, You want to get out and give high fives, right? Yeah. That was awesome. Totally. This is difficult to explain for people that don't have a slow car fast like a Vanagon, but it's the same feeling, but doing the opposite driving. Right. So all the driving is slow, and it's not not the same thing, but it's the same feeling when you're done with it. It's like the experience of driving that car in that place was the equal – euphoria that you might experience driving super fast Mm -hmm. in that place so does that make sense is it
1: because of the you're talking about the the vistas out of it and like what you see around you and the whole not 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 because you're you're it's a different experience but it's equally as pleasant as like pleasurable pleasurable
2: pleasant pleasurable pleasant (laughs) yes pleasantable pleasantable. um it's just it's interesting because i think it's probably similar to how people like chris harris has that video about driving his citron douche And that thing has like, you know, nine horsepower and wicker seats or whatever. And he has the biggest smile ever. Like it might be equal to him driving, uh, I don't even know, like a 918 Porsche on a racetrack. Like, so it's very weird to have that super rad experience, but has nothing to do with driving fast, but cars can, are like the key to these experiences. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a fast car, but same place I was in my BMW, had a great drive, but the van, something about it, like, first of all, best visibility of any oh, car, yeah. maybe, Full, maybe ever a
0: window, right? Yeah.
2: It's just crazy. There's no yeah. tiny a pillars. There's no nose to the thing. You're right up front on the left. And the sun's kind of going down a little bit on the left is like elephant seals and these coves and stuff on the right elk herd out of nowhere. No one knew that was going to be there.
0: Yeah. You see all the zebras.
2: Zebras too. Yeah. Thank you. Forgot about that. Hearst Castle is up on the up on the bluff there. It's just everything is green, perfect. It's crystal clear out. I'm going camping. Like I know this place by heart. It's just like everything was lining up. It was so such a perfect van trip. Nope. And uh so yeah, it was just awesome weekend and uh really, really good weather. Um on Sunday, I drove up to the road closure to see what was up there. It's 15 miles north of Plaskett. So, and that was Sunday morning and it was a perfect day, but there was a little bit of fog, like some mist. And I was right at fog level on the cliff. So I would go up above it (laughs) and then kind of cruise back in. It was never too bad. It was like, it was almost just like a little bit of mist on the road. It was crazy. It was like a video game or something (laughs) like just a rad, another rad drive. Um, went, went up to the end of the road and it's actually closed like a couple turns before the construction or the actual road
1: blowout. So you can't see anything. Can you wa- Is there a spot to like to stop at least or something? So you can walk or there's no a, shoulder? they have
2: a Vista point. They've used the Vista point as a big U-turn uh-huh. and there's a, there was a guy there like basically directing traffic. Um, I was the only one there. And that's another thing is that since the road is closed, there's no reason to go up that road unless you're staying at one of the like three campgrounds. And so like this is Sunday. I imagine weekday would be even better. I was the only car on the road, forward or back. Like I, mm. I didn't run into another car the entire time. It's like ten o'clock on a Sunday. Wow. That road would be so packed. Yeah, like yeah. not like traffic, but you'd have like R- RVs and and Mustangs, And yeah, Mustang motorcycles, and just like constant people going back and forth taking yeah. pictures. I was the only one, so it's like prime if you want to do the I pass south out portion. The
1: Warren, <laughs> exactly. so but Warren, I was gonna ask, dude, you were the only guy out there. Did you put your iPad out the window because you you weren't holding anybody <laughs> up?
2: <laughs> I did. I, you know that uh, that cool tunnel that they've built, yeah. like that you have yeah. the the views out. I went super slow down that with just holding my phone out the window, and it was it was really cool because I'll I'll send you the video. It's a little misty in the background, and there's nobody, no traffic, so I could just kind of like do whatever. I mean, you could have like stopped on the highway for photos. You yeah. Know, like, epic.
1: like, like uh, block both lanes kind of thing. That's cool. exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's it a good point. Very, very cool. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I it, know. it's a good, I mean, it's, it's maybe something that can be done, <laughs> you know, for, yeah, for I think so. Appreciate. And,
2: um, I don't, it won't be like this forever. So, yeah. um, anyways, that's my, my, uh, revealing highway one big Sur tips is that it's hard to get campsites, um, on the weekends, but weekdays are good. This is the perfect time of year to go. And then on the way home today, stopped by a little elephant seal, uh, Vista Point, which is by Hearst Castle in San Simeon, and um, that was actually pretty crowded, and I was surprised. But as we got there, a freaking white Vanagon, exact same model essentially as mine, white gray stripes, um, gray cladding, pulled in, and there were there was a lot of cars there, but he happened to find the spot right next to me. So we came back and I was like, yes, I, I was hoping you'd park next to me and we talked for a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, like similar age guy with family from San Francisco and he had bought it from his boss and was all stoked on it. And, yeah. and then I had a guy at the campground, which is always fun, like camping while awesome stuff, always looking at all the rigs. And a guy was in a maroon Westphalia and he came up to me and, um, he said, uh, what did he say? Oh, have you, um, have you heard of Bring a Trailer? Oh,
1: <laughs> Bring a Trailer. <laughs> said,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Um, and uh, he was talking about a Synchro that had sold on there that was rusty and this and that. And it sold, you know, for 60 grand. And yeah. he was all bitter about that and saying how all the mechanics are retiring or dead. And they want to charge over $100 an hour to work on these vans now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
1: How old is yeah. this guy? <laughs> for sure. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> I'm picturing him with it like a long... Se-
2: Go for it. He's probably like 65, okay. 70. I'm picturing like
1: a long flowy wizard beard with like an old, he just scraggly with a bitch. weathered hat, you know,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he came up to me and he didn't say hi or anything. He just said, what is that? A nine, 1990. <laughs> you know, that's how he starts the conversation. Yeah. Mm. And I go, no, you fucking idiots. An 87 <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs>
1: Did you backhand him even? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just it's
2: just funny. People are funny like that. There, he's like, "Ah, oh, when I used to come here, we'd see Vanigans all over. Now all you see is these new vans." I'm oh, like,
0: well, bastards!
2: That's how it goes. A bunch buddy. of rich
0: people in their <laughs> 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 fucking Dude, reliable cars. Yeah. So I,
1: I gotta ask, um, who parked like an asshole? Was it you or the other guy? Because someone was parked way too far forward or too far back.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, well, it was just a dirt lot with no lines. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm like, I, was- I probably parked. Based on the car next to me, and then he, you know, I don't
1: know. I, I, I even manipulated that photo a little bit, Lane. I don't know if you <laughs> could tell, because like, it was, like, so... Warren looked like he was, like, 10 feet in front of that van. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just, yeah. I just, I, like,
2: yeah, and I had to take the picture really fast, because there was cars driving down that
1: Oh, yeah. Area, That's a cool, so. Dude, so that lot I know really well. So I don't know if I ever posted it, because it was kind of a, a, a whatever car, but I saw a, a Z4, the Supra, right, the, the new Z4 there, and I took a oh, picture, yeah. like... Not in that row, but the row in front of it. Um, I'll send you a picture later. It's uh, that exact lot right there where the where the. Um, I like his
0: license plate it says Swan Song.
2: I know. Like, I think his was a '91, which I think is the last year.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, cool. Yeah. Damn, that's some Banigan. Mine, mine was a nicer
2: condition, but his was. His was okay. It's not bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> is cool. That, that,
1: that, 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 like it's, it's kind of sucked. You uh, know. I, I like I that. Had one I One of know. those moments.
0: I had one of those today. I went to. Autozone or yeah, I think it's autozone. What? what?
2: Why? What? Why would you go to AutoZone? That's like the lowest. Where no, is it? Is it? Isn't it yes. O'Reilly's lower o- than AutoZone? O'Reilly's Santa Cruz Auto Parts, Napa. So anyways, I went to AutoZone. Like, it's in my neighborhood.
0: Oh um I went to AutoZone. Jesus
2: Christ, are they sponsoring this episode? How many times are you <laughs> gonna say it?
0: <laughs> Ch- is this check- sky, I got in my car areas? to leave and this guy walked by. He had just parked, and he goes, What year is that? <laughs> like, like, I doubt even knew. I don't even know, you know. And I'm like, conversation started. 1985, and he goes, "That's style." Whoa, bro! And then he walked away. He didn't even—he was even a shopper there. He was just some guy walking by. <laughs> no, he <laughs> walked into the store. But like, <laughs> oh, <my> it was <laughs> like that's all, and then he just turned away around and walked away, dude. Yeah,
2: that's all. Rocking the Casbah. That's oh, kind of okay. the
0: interaction you want, though, you
1: know? Yeah, quick and yeah, easy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the worst was the NSX. Like that was horrible. Like because it was always the same fucking questions. It was how fast does it go and how much does it cost. <laughs> and it's like yeah. what the fuck, like. And that's a weird-looking like Ferrari. Supercar, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know, man.
0: My worst know, one to this day is still the 996, where the guy said, "When I'm when I'm oh. rich like you, I want to have a Ferrari."
1: That was the best. That is really good, <laughs> I dude. Like- yeah. I wish that there that's was a amazing. way to make that into something though, because it's like the <laughs> caption with the with the with the silhouette of the 996 in in guards yeah. red. You know, like or I don't know if that's a poster. Yeah. It's not really a shirt, yeah. but yeah. it's good though. It's something.
2: Yeah. Something, yeah. So the, the van on the way back, uh, just slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race. Did it win on, the race 101? Uh, yeah, but it's beautiful out there right now. And uh, it was good to see Big Sur, the fire damage has already gotten some green grass coming up through it. And hopefully, it'll be enough to kind of hold that thing together until For next, next winter. winter's rains. But yeah. um, yeah, prime. And I'm actually going, we're going two months from now, same campground. Um, for another trip nice that's was supposed to be up in the Sierras but fires up there have caused us to relocate again so that's such an epic campground though it's really really great Mm -hmm. Lane knows it yeah Lane knows it well have you ever stayed there
1: at Plasket? um no not at Plasket. no
2: Plasket Creek yeah so across the street is the biggest beach in Big Sur Sand Dollar and then there's a few spots just short drives from there. I'm, like I'm
1: familiar with it. I visited like for like people that were camping there, but not actually stayed overnight. It's definitely a beautiful place. It's it's an amazing spot. Really cool. Yeah. I actually so I went to Tahoe uh this this weekend. Uh and that's right. N- nothing really special up there, you know, it was mostly kid stuff. But um I just like thinking of what you're saying about Highway One, um with um the whole empty road thing and the most epic most beautiful place one of the most beautiful places in the world really like it's flat straight up uh same thing with highway 50 going to south lake tahoe like if that was empty like that and you could just enjoy and absorb like i I actually luckily jamie drove both there and back she likes to drive oh damn look at you well i sit between the girls in the back um and so um it just it makes things easier yeah it makes things easier. reverse (laughs) living um that's gnarly dude i have a reverse floor plan in my house so i do too so with that um i got to absorb a lot more than i would usually you know and it's just like it is it is such a stunning fucking road like i and i i mean I i wish that Like, yeah, you could do that. What you described, it sounds awesome in a van again with all the visibility and all that. But also like just like a rally through there, like full tilt would be super fun too because it's such a badass road. Like it's it's incredible. Like it has everything and there's some super fast stuff. There's some really wide open sections. There's really tight technical switchbacks and, and then like, that my favorite part is right before you drop down into the in, down into the valley where where south where Lake Tahoe is proper, um, it's basically a road that's built into this gigantic granite cliff, and so you're like it's it's just the road and nothing like 2000 foot drop on one side and it's then these, so gnarly and these epic, i'm always
2: sketched out on that zone i
1: love it though it's like it's so it's so epic. i do too it's so epic like yeah. in, in the right above you in this case you know you have like massive huge like exposed like slabs of granite and then snow covered areas and and it's and then you're you see the lake as you're coming down like it feels like s- like something out of Gran Turismo or something you know like like yeah some video game thing I'm not sketched thing. out from
2: driving I'm sketched out from like like avalanche rocks oh, yeah. that kind of thing because yeah. you're it's so precarious you're yeah. just like on the edge of this cliff and the road's great but you're dealing with like big trucks and yeah. snow plows and then who knows what's falling off the top yeah. of the mountain but C- can you imagine so though, a clear
1: shot at that with no one around oh, like yeah. yeah forget that reminds yeah, me forget that Stelvio, reminds me of the right? road
2: that goes. It would be epic, yeah. It reminds me of the road that goes into um, Borrego, Borrego Springs. Is that what it's called, Lane? 50-Year Storm?
0: Yeah, Borrego. Borrego Hot Springs, yeah.
2: Borrego Hot Springs. Um, there's a really cool desert road that kind of does something similar, but not not as dramatic as that. That mm-hmm. is like one of those, yeah, very uh, insane roads. It's kind of like Glacier National part
1: i just love that it's so varied too like it's not like the you know everyone's like oh stelvio and it's just like infinite switchbacks it's like that sound that look like looks like kind of boring and kind of a pain in the ass i don't know dude like i think
0: i think any like i could pick a road from every rally we've done that i rather i don't know stelvio doesn't look appealing to me i mean it looks beautiful it's beautiful yeah yeah but uh as a driving road i mean maybe you have to experience it or something but it doesn't look that that cool dude
1: yeah hmm. yeah I, 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 well, I definitely wanna go it's like one of those like yeah yeah, you know,
0: yeah. like what's know, your opinion
1: homage day, but...
0: it's I like kinda, straights te- with 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 not, with hundred and eighties
2: yeah, I tend to agree, but I think it depending on the car and the the day, it could just be one of those like laugh out loud
1: drives, that you' just like an Amira or something like, uh, yeah or even <laughs> something more like- job. <laughs> rally car ish. You need um,
0: something kind of powerful I feel to climb that. And short
2: wheelbase, right? Like you don't want big overhangs and stuff, switchbacks constantly, but yeah. Um I think it could be cool and I think just the the views and stuff would be so rad, but uh, um as far yeah. as roads go, I I think we can So we can put up a fight with some of ours. If
1: I would if I would, were to do it, I would do it in a sporty car with mucho machos in the back so that I could slide around the entire way. You know, and just like, and basically just, just, just practice sliding the entire way down. Every single hairpin is, is is, is, try to get the cleanest slides in just all the way down. You know, that's, that's, that sounds fun in a way, but it's a one-time thing, I think, you know, or maybe a two-time thing. Um, but it's not like a, a a dynamic road that throws everything at you. Right. Or at least from the the videos and the images that I've seen,
0: it's also Uh, supposed to be like all tourists and kind of actually sounds that's the
1: worst, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of cyclists. I can't... Yeah. Oh, it, it was... Like, so, close it down.
1: So, what the fuck is the Stig's biography called? I can't remember, but I read it a couple of years ago. Um, the, the Ben Collins one. But anyways, um, there's a <laughs> there's a piece in there where he talks about um, they're doing something on the Stelvio Pass, but they actually didn't get permitting, and they're fucking around, and they were hauling ass up the hill, and Jeremy Clarkson came really close to a cyclist and, that mm-hmm. was going up the hill, and they were going the same direction. And when they got to the, the to the top... Um, they, the cyclist rolls up and it's this super burly guy. He's a super like, he's like a uh, fucking like a one of these um, bodybuilder types and he's super pissed and he's like six, five and he walks over to them. He's just, he's just who the fuck was that back there or something to that extent. Right. And like Jeremy said, Oh, he went into the cafe. <laughs> and, and the guy, the guy storms into the cafe and yells at everybody in there. <laughs> like He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> so gnarly. That's like something
2: funny, that he would have said on the show yeah on one of their great adventure shows <laughs> oh your favorites <laughs> uh we do have a lot of questions but uh anything else on your mind what's uh what else is going on oh by the way i have not okay
0: i know you didn't watch the no, f1 that... race What? Yeah. It...
2: not only did i not watch it zero spoilers so far oh, good dude. Oh. that's incredible Fucking tuesday after the first f1 race i've like not turned on my phone to like dude look at instagram no. or anything so so
0: Haas is first in the championship yeah <laughs> shut it's crazy up. dude
2: shut up <laughs> maza i would love that yeah. to be true maza but, um, the best,
0: spin dude. is like the best racer shut ever up. <laughs> shut up i don't want any of it
2: uh well i just want i'm gonna watch uh
0: maza spin, spin is perfect now
2: it's perfect well i don't know anything so you're ruining it for me well, right he's now spun
0: five times in qualifying let's just say that okay something. i'm gonna
2: yeah. watch qualifying tonight Yep. and then uh, hopefully the race tomorrow morning.
0: So. Dude, oh, I'm <laughs> jealous, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so jelly. Well, is there another one Uh Dude, three week? weeks, dude. Three weeks? Three
0: weeks? Yeah, it's yeah. so what? whack. They need to, like, follow it up quick. <laughs> three weeks? Yeah. yeah. How do they do that? Like the they biggest, have a lot of yeah. races this
1: season, too. 23 yeah. races, too. Yeah. Least, yeah. wow.
2: Okay, well, I'm um, excited, and uh, let's yeah, just, I'm sorry we can't I talk mean, about all it.
0: All, I mean, I, I won't spoil anything, but I'll say it's, like, I mean, it's like, don't say shit all time, dude. Don't
2: don't say shit all time, dude. Don't say that because
1: now I'm going to have like expectations. It's all right. It's It's Lane. Lane standards are weird, dude. It's it's actually kind of weak. All right. So I'm just bouncing it out for you. (laughs) All right. Anyways, I'll watch it tomorrow, hopefully. And then
2: we Uh, can have a podcast Patreon or something and try to recap or talk about it.
1: It's it is kind of funny, though, like, you know, because we're so fanatical about this. Like I'm you know, you 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 want you the more you you want like all of it, right? Like we're consuming everything, like whether it be media, like you know, I'm reading. Dude, F1 I'm on news.
0: YouTube. Like, what can I see about it? Yeah, after, yeah.
2: You know? I'm like you, you guys gotta, are way. i I feel like I'm still learning little things here and there, but uh, so I try to try to get into it as much as i can but so this it is takes a lot of time this is
1: um and so now uh the reason i brought that up is because you know people that are into sports conversation talk or whatever those shows are called <laughs> yeah. that, that talk yeah. about baseball all day like they're stoked there's I like know. there's like full-on 24 hours a day all every day always come convers- yeah. <laughs> baseball there's 150 games totally. there's fucking
2: 23 races 162 and 12, 12 teams or whatever like yeah yeah for sure that's all you have baseball there's so much to talk about here we have these little many positions you get a little
1: hit and you're like ah give me some more
2: yeah i know i know well that's the thing is like if there was a i'm sure there is motorsport um daily podcast or something Mm -hmm. they would have to talk about all of it. you know nascar f1 oh Oh, by the way did they do the bristol race they did dirt we didn't even talk about that yeah.
1: yeah i saw i saw video of it um i didn't watch the race though I bet Tony Stewart won. He's a dirt master.
0: He doesn't. Does he still race? I don't know. I figured he'd come back (laughs) for that.
1: I just remember that he hit that guy. Right. That's all I remember. Oh yeah. Did he retire after that, or did he continue? I don't know. I don't know anything about NASCAR. It
2: was. It was in competition, and the guy was yelling at him. Essentially, like ran onto the track. Yeah, for sure. Hit him. And the guy died, right? He did. I think so. Yeah. Not ideal. Um, I have some news to report for the Driving Wall Awesome family. Family. Um, Marty emailed a while ago. This is fucking mm. three weeks ago or something. And I forgot to f- talk about it. I'm so sorry, Marty, if you're listening. But we just had so much stuff going on. And then it, every time I would think about it, it'd be at, right after we record. and I'm like, ah! But I thought about it today. The Cobra, which we've seen on the Coastal Range Rally many times and around Santa Cruz, was killed in a crash in Klamath Falls, Oregon. So mm. sad. The r- right front corner took a major hit from a Chevy Tahoe, destroyed the front half of the body and suspension. He had his five-point seatbelt on, so no injuries, not even bruises. Nice. Um, so he said that uh, his next car will have to have the same seatbelt arrangement, way better than airbags. The lady in the Tahoe had to go to get to the hospital and get checked because the airbags in the steering wheel caused some problems with her wrist and arms. So mm-hmm. anyways, he said it was like uh, his dog was shot or something and he couldn't even like Dang. look at it. And he was like a lot of tears and stuff. Dude, so he,
1: he hand built that himself. That's like, it's, it's a very special And thing. replaced the engine multiple times yeah. and
2: painted it recently Anna's and has like, brought
1: and drove it everywhere. He's been on what every, how many rallies, five rallies, all of them. No, I mean, he, he hasn't more. taken the, the, <laughs>
2: The oh, cobra yeah. on each one, but um, and he's also driven it to skiing and mammoth. Dude, he with has something like
0: 140,000 miles on a yeah, cobra. Yeah, like
2: goes on a cobra
0: on a mm-hmm. cobra with no top. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he drives it year round.
2: No windows. Yes. Windscreen. Dang. Um.
1: Well, he asked. Th- so there's a he, question in here. I don't know if you meant to start it off with that because of it, but yeah, there, there,
2: there is a question. Um. So I didn't see any pics of it. Um, He said that Sue took some pictures, but he wasn't able to share it because it was uh, too hard to look at. So, Mm. um, but uh, they're doing well up there in Oregon. And uh, this is obviously a little bit of a setback, but his question to, to you too, Lane and Art and the DWA, you know, community at large, what does he buy to replace the Cobra? And I will answer your questions before you ask them. Um, his budget is, uh, 15 to 20 K. So pretty good budget. It has to be a convertible. Um, it may contain more than two seats. I did ask him because, you know, obviously if you're going just roadster, the, the, uh, market's pretty small. So convertible 15 to 20 K or less, I guess. Um, and he is open to BMW cars, he said, or, a Honda S2000 um yeah. and anything else we come up with so there you go you don't have to answer it right this second but um it is an interesting thing and it has to have three pedals of course i we, have we, one let's hear it
0: um V8 swap miata ah he like, does mention that from um from what's our names uh flying miata flying miata
2: he says, I've driven Miatas. Maybe if it was a monster Miata with a V8, yep. but they're almost like a kit car, which I don't want to do again. Mm.
0: Hmm. But it has heat and stuff, I would think.
2: I know. And it's like a Mazda unibody car. Yeah. Just has a different motor. and Yeah.
0: Like a an NB or something. Okay. Or even an like NC. It. NC would be good.
1: Yeah. The fact
2: that you already went there is a good call. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a very good call. I think I. I mean, I feel like S two thousand. He's going to miss that V eight. It's a very, very yeah. different car in that sense, right? Um, but
2: he said that he's kind of ready. Um, he said, "I think I'm ready to have a motor that I can rev the shit out of."
1: Huh? Okay. Well, that's interesting because he hasn't had
2: that. He's yeah. had you know four or five thousand RPM is just like,
1: yeah, all you need. Well, right? you know, E forty six M three cab is is a is a good place to go with this, um, and. That's that's what I recommend about You know, and
0: not see Marty in that by the way.
1: But it's it, I know. but I mean
2: it's it's a little but better than a Z4, right? Like if you're going to go be oh, BMW. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And it How definitely How
0: about a, Z, a Z3M cab?
1: Yeah. That's good. Z3M that's a cab cheap- is good. Yeah, cheap option yeah i would i would think like because he threw in the four seat thing almost sounding like he was kind of ready to commit to something like that maybe like he maybe would like a little more room uh but
2: no he said he was mentioning two seaters and i said okay um you know basically he didn't give me a budget and i said that the s2000 is going to be two or three times the price of a comparable bmw yeah depending on what he was looking at so budget's a big thing, and I said, "Is a four seat convertible in the running?" Because M three, for example, not small but certainly capable. Or is it only two seat roadsters? And he said, um, "Has to be a two seater." Well, really, an M three convertible. Sally the dog would like that. Okay. <laughs> so I don't hmm. know, but I think it is roadster uh, heavy. Prefer yeah. Z three M is a yeah.
1: great call though for for uh, um, you know if he if he's open to sticking to the two seater. Um, if he wants more power. S54 is an option, but you're gonna have a hard time finding something in that budget. of but they are cheaper than the than the coupes. So you can probably You can probably like get an S54 price. car for like low twenties, maybe yeah. uh, if you look around. But um, maybe something with some miles on it and good maintenance, which is probably what you want with a car like that, anyways, because it's an S54. Um, for yeah, rod but bearings but and vano stuff. Uh, but
2: those, I mean, yeah, they they get pretty cheap. Um, yeah, so S5- two. S52, S52, yeah. S52, yeah. F2, yeah, S30 you
1: can get for twelve grand. Totally, so ten
2: grand for a pretty decent one. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and it's a, and it's nice. It's a good motor. Obviously, yeah. I, I like. I'm down with that. But I think he should probably try both and see which one he prefers. But because he also said rev the shit out of, and an S54 revs to 8k and it makes power way to the very top. So uh, yeah. it's it's got both of those things. Right? He's he's coming from a powerful V8 and he wants to rev it out. Uh, yeah, not yeah, a lot of other things. Oh, go for. It.
2: He's looking at Z3s. He likes them. He's a little concerned about repairs and cooling system issues, but I think he's just being a little paranoid. So um, once you kind of get the hang of it and what to look for and how to do it, um, he'll have to get some new tools probably from yeah. what he's been using the co- on the Cobra. But, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's good at wrenching. And uh, luckily they're so, I mean, ubiquitous for cooling system stuff that it's not going to be a really challenging thing. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, what do you guys – I mean – I'm just thinking like that like in person, in character, like it seems like Z3M is probably the closest to his Cobra and like it's kind of a little bit of a muscle car and it's y, the wide yeah, body, it's rowdy. The, the long yeah. hood. Like a lot of that is going to feel familiar, but it's going to be, like, it's going to have like super sharp steering and it's going to have like all of these modern car kind of things, right? Well, it's kind uh, of air
0: conditioning. And,
1: and air conditioning and, and, you know, lower profile tires, which means less, you know, moving around and like which may or may not be a good thing. I don't know. Um, but like at the same time, I'm, I'm wondering if... If uh, if there is maybe a, even an E thirty six M three cab situation here, like it's like also a very fun car. It's a four seater, uh, and it's also, I mean, it it, it gives you that sort of Z three M esque kind of vibe, except that you're not sitting down low. Um, and I think aesthetically, they're better looking than e46 m3 cabs so it's it's more of a kind of like you have to try both and and it's also much lighter feeling and that's kind of where i was going to get to is like it's it's sportier feeling uh you know e46 e46s feel like a big car you know the and um and e36 m3s uh or e36s in general feel leaner and more agile and much lighter because they are right so that's another yeah. thing to try out it's not going to be as powerful obviously um but he might be happy with that engine i don't know
0: yeah. yeah, how about I think that's a good uh, call. how about like a Mustang GT convertible? Is that is that just terrible, or you know, mm. like a 2015 or something like a, a 2015 or later, like a more modern one? I don't know, huh? I mean, that's a, hmm. that's a those engines rev more than like his old yeah his old engines he's putting in. And
1: what is the that's yeah? Like, how much those cost? Like a tw- uh, that? I mean, it's it could be interesting. Can't
0: be more than twenty grand for like a huh? twenty.
1: Like a GT, just a... 2016
0: GT cab.
1: Yeah, I wonder... They
0: they would call it a convertible.
1: I wonder how hard it is to find a manual GT convertible, uh, you know? I
0: mean, yeah, that's a thing, but they do sell so many, right? So comparatively, compared to automatics, I'm sure they're not common, but maybe compared to other things we're looking at, they're probably common compared Mm -hmm. to an S2000, for example.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I have no
0: idea. You have so many years to work with there, too. Like, I don't know
1: yeah i guess i'm just thinking of like corvette experience when i went to the dealership and they had like 60 grand, um freaking grand sports and not a single one was a manual but that was yeah i don't know <laughs> that's only that maybe that's an exception i don't know it's
0: also a car that yeah i mean these they sell how many more mustangs than Corvettes, yeah no know? doubt it's about crazy, that so yeah so just the numbers in general even if it's five percent that number is gonna be way bigger than s2000s you know yeah I don't know. I mean, that's a suggestion. You're getting into a heavy car, but E46s aren't lightweights either. So, Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably around the same weight, really.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't. I mean, I I was gonna, you know, I I was gonna say Cal shake stuff and everything, but that doesn't matter. He's coming from a Cobra, right? So, like, (laughs) that's irrelevant. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Would you guys? Go down the nine eight one Boxster route? Is that oh, dude? That's not bad. Like a dude. like an S. He actually said, I think he said he was anti Porsche. Okay, oh. in, um, because that has a lot of storage. <laughs> it's got two two trunks. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, in reality, that's probably the best answer.
1: Yeah, it's a very yeah. different thing, though, right? Like he's maybe he wants that FR experience.
2: He says, yeah. He says no Boxster or domestics or
0: domestics. Oh, no domestics.
2: Yeah. Whoa. yeah, out. So I think he just wants to try something totally different. Maybe he's, if he's afraid of BMW, he's really afraid of Porsche. I
1: got it, dude. 2012 Toyota Camry Solara TRD Edition. 2012 ah. <laughs> with a manual. 2012 um, with a manual. God, I just remember no. seeing. I remember saying a TRD Solara convertible manual before. That's a thing, believe it or not. PT
0: Cruiser convertible turbo manual. There you go. Yeah, Okay.
1: I think it's questions yeah. time, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Unless you guys have something else.
1: No. Something to
0: talk about. Marz-
1: Mar- Mar- Marzipan. Marz- Marzipan? <laughs> I haven't had Marzipan in a long God time. Damn.
2: All right. Instagram questions here. If you have a question for us, please. Go to our Instagram and check it out. I think we are kind of trying to record on Tuesdays, so I'll give you an idea when to tune in for a question. Um, Chekor says, if you were to buy the exact opposite of your current project cars, what would they be? Hmm. I think uh, mine would be a uh, a two. Uh, f- I guess it would have to be a four door G wagon, like an eighties. Or even earlier G wagon. Actually, you know what? It would have to be carbureted. So let's go like first gen
1: uh, Land Cruiser, FJ. So the carbureted being opposite of fuel injected. Is that what you're saying? Or just, yeah, damn, yeah, that's yeah. that'd be a four
2: door, a four door uh, FJ, carbed um, automatic. It's
1: very with. hardcore. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna go down the route of like an Audi, like a, a the. First generation Audi S eight or something like that because it's like a a big four door, with yeah, you know, and it's automatic that's, automatic. That's still same era. It's and still a performance like. car too. But yeah, yeah. it's not a straight opposite, right? It's just within that. Um. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a tough one.
1: Uh,
2: but if uh, I was going,
1: like I just could say similar- a
0: Volkswagen van again, right, or something. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah.
2: For sure, that's very opposite. um yeah, absolutely. I mean, anything like... Yeah, because then you're going rear engine. I mean, all the everything's opposite. Oh, automatic, wow. Automatic.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Automatic Vanagon. <laughs> yeah, automatic Vanagon. But, but it's still German, so that's not really opposite. So yeah. I need like a Chrysler that? minivan. But then that's front engine, front wheel drive. That's, that's pretty enough.
1: good. That's something. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. That's, that's yeah. enough. That's enough, guys. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. Ford Aerostar. Um,
2: Aerostar? Yeah. It's rear wheel drive though. Oh shit. Getting all crazy.
1: Uh what about uh, my femur? Oh I I didn't have I didn't have an answer for you, but I'll do uh like a nineteen uh an early eighties Toyota four wheel drive extra cab lifted.
2: That's good. That's good. I like it. Kind of cheating on my Land Cruiser answer, but no
1: big deal. Hey, you guys
0: are both both have better cars than me. That's what I, <laughs> but
1: yeah, that's, that's, it's a real answer though. Like if I had to go opposite, I'd be like, I, I would love to rock that. Those are fucking awesome.
0: Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh My Fumor Hertz has a question I'm sure we've answered several times, but maybe we have a new answer right now. As EV drivetrain swaps become more and more popular, what Radwood era car would you EV swap? DeLorean. That's kind of the perfect answer. It's a good one. Um Vanagon. Vanagon's a really good
0: one. Although yeah. you use it for trips. Gets a little dicey.
2: I mean, you, if, good, uh, you, go,
0: you should go to Yosemite.
2: There was a guy with a Tesla at Plaskett and he had to charge and pass. So he's like, yeah, we just stopped at lunch and then everything was fine. I mean, so but that's has,
0: like the best. I mean, yeah, I'm mean, i just saying if
2: yeah, that's, yeah. if that's what I'm have the opportunity to do, people can do it. Yeah. A Tesla swap, but I, I don't know how to <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you have to contain enough batteries, and it, like a Tesla, it's not like straight up. You're just gonna get the 300 miles that they get. You know, what I'm, I'm just saying? picturing
2: the whole floor. You just strap batteries to the floor of a Ooh. van again,
0: and you're good. Raise the floor up or something.
2: Something. I yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, wh- uh, I'll go, for friendly. I think it's just always something that's not performance orientated mm. is the best, for in my opinion. Yeah. And that's like big and has the most room that you don't care about adding weight to it.
1: Rolls Royce so, Corniche uh, how convertible. A, Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, a what? Rolls Royce Corniche convertible. Yeah, I was going to say Bentley Turbo R. Actually, wait—is Corniche convertible? But a Turbo by R, by R is like too cool. Mm.
2: I know, but you're eliminating all. The, like you want it to be kind of a quiet. Uh, but a, not, not on a Turbo R. I mean, they don't sound great anyway, so.
0: But but that's like the performance one, right? It's like.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You'd want the convertible or, yeah. How about this?
2: The- SEC Mercedes-Benz. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you guys don't
1: like it. Nah, I like the. There's like, no engine I noise like out of V8. those things, really. I mean. Well, you can. Remember, there was a big argument about that because I was going to put AMG exhaust in mine and you, you almost killed me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well, for that exact model, uh, your exact example was not the one to do it to. But yes. Um,
1: but that was the they, whole argument, they, right? Because mine was the high compression Euro spec motor, so it was they the, can yeah. sound
2: okay, yeah. but definitely not like what you buy that car for, right? Quick, I mean, quick
1: uh, tangentially related subject. Um, a, a few weeks ago, I was in San Francisco, um, and I was downtown, tall buildings, and I heard some loud V8 echoing, like bouncing off the buildings coming up on me super fast I, I mean the thing sounded like like a 289 or something like i was like what the fuck is that flies past me guess the car it, it, it's an it's an early 90s car i mean from F- this
2: from this conversation um sports conversation news
0: <laughs> it's like hey guys i heard this noise once guess what we're
1: gonna car well it, 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 it will be yeah you'll see what i mean uh it's a car that SLC. Would, it's a car that would normally no. be extremely quiet and smooth. Yeah, and exactly. Like, it yeah. has to be something LS uh, LS 400. LS 400. It was a fucking LS 400. It sounded incredible, dude. It must have had straight oh. pipes or some shit. Like, uh, <laughs> that's my I like guess. Uh, I guess those engines sound pretty badass when they're opened huh. up. That's cool. Yeah, because it sounded. We actually great. had one
2: when Lane and I were doing some Santa Cruz car spotting the other day. Um, we were. Kind of verifying my claim of best car spotting in the world, and uh, there was an LS cruise by, and it, yeah, it had some mufflers on it or something. It sounded kind of nasty. Oh, I liked yeah. it.
1: Like it. See, that's a, It's a uh, they put those. That's in.
0: a pretty good choice for making an electric car out of an LS. Exactly. That is.
1: That's a perfect one. Yeah. 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 But that's a really I, good one. I,
0: I want to go with some like. Wait, are we stuck in the eighties here? Or, or I forget.
1: The Radwood era, right? Radwood.
0: Yeah. So that sucks because there's not like. There's not many like big body convertibles because that's like my ideal electric swap is some big body convertible thing. What about a Uh, br
1: or whatever? What? (laughs) One of those front wheel drive Cadillac.
0: Did they even make a convertible?
1: I don't know. Warren would know. I have no idea. In the 80s? I have no idea.
0: I feel like the 80s. Yeah. In the 80s? Those things suck, dude. Fuck they that, suck. Think. They <laughs> yeah. definitely suck. Yeah. No, it's a big floaty boat.
2: Trash. Yeah. Yeah. Fleetwood. Get a Fleetwood Braum. Elegance. And go full electric conversion. That'd be pretty rad. I was, there was an article about a company that's doing, um, I don't know if it's Tesla conversions. I think it is, of Range Rover Classics. Ooh.
0: That'd be and good. they're I like that.
2: really expensive. That'd super, be good. super expensive. But um, it's pretty sweet looking. Yeah. Really. That's a good one. Um, Yeah. Just, that option of like a quiet, torquey, but again, you're back to the Vanagon argument where you're saying, you know, you're hmm. then again, no one uses them for this, but it's like an adventure mobile, you're going to be off road and stuff. You it, like, just use nobody. that thing to roll around town. Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah, like a, actually a full size 80s, like a really nice truck would be a cool option, I think. That might be my choice because okay. you use a truck for doing little dump runs you know what you do with your mighty max warren yeah it's very short little trips you don't necessarily use it every day all you you just want it to start and run and i think an electric car is good at that and it's it is mainly short trips um yeah not if you're about
1: not if you're out in uh, kansas my boy you put put that thing in first gear and burn some rubber um i think that's what they do out there right is that that your kansas (laughs) accent i'm not sure what that was i'm sure someone in kansas (laughs) is very offended right now Um, i I borrowed
0: my brother's 1960 ford f100 the other day to um move some stuff from my old house to my new house i at one point i was at the top of this driveway and i had a uh uh dryer in the back of it and I'm full throttle and I'm barely going up the driveway, dude. It's like, yeah, you know, I could see how an electric swap would be pretty nice. Not bad, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ditto's dad says, will there be a Radwood Corral at the Sonoma Speed Festival this September?
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to continue working with them. and We don't know at what capacity yet, but we will be involved.
2: Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um... Big Fat Flip says, does the hashtag Project Monica Integra have coilovers? No. Should I beat it or get some? If so, any recommendations for a daily slash rally car?
1: Yes, go with ground controls. Ground, ground controls and Kona Yellows. There's some really, really tried and true off-the-shelf stuff. They're the real deal. They're valved specifically for those cars and for what you're describing. Uh, you can tell them exactly that, and they'll make them for you. They're really great to work with. Uh, otherwise, you're going to end up with cheap like stuff from China or kind of mediocre stuff in that pri- in the same price range, right? Um, otherwise, if, if you go beyond that, you have to step into heavy-duty shit like JRZs and blah, 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 blah. So that's my recommendation.
0: Yeah, you don't want these like... dude what are these brands people always get like buddy club or I don't even know well, like K-Sport they're, or Megan yeah, K-Sport, racing they, or they like they rust and stuff and you can't even move the collars anymore. And yeah, just crap. Yeah.
1: There's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that is just copies of other stuff that, what, that they didn't do any R and D on. And they're not like, you know, they're, they're cheap for a reason. Right. Uh, they're put together. They're, they're not made of quality materials, even if like supposedly they're valid a certain way. Um, for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah Yeah. I would totally do it yeah that generation of Integra looks killer lowered uh, and they have great great suspension travel uh, and they don't you know you're not really fucking anything up their oil pan isn't super low or anything like that like they're sort of like kind of from the factory set up to be a little bit lower uh, I would say don't lower it
0: too much, though.
1: No, don't time. slam it. No, I mean there's b- b- a few b-
0: around town that are slammed, and it's just
1: not, no. The, not so the low. the Type R I think is about an inch and a half lower stock, like uh that yeah. like some like like inch and a half to two inches is a good look. That's where I lowered mine to, somewhere around there. Um, and you have a little bit of wheel gap, right? Like about an inch or so, and and it's totally okay. functional.
2: Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see here. We have two nine fourteen related questions. Um, but let's go to Teal. Let's go to Teal down at the news desk here. New Classics says it's Halloween and Team DWA has decided to go as the A-team. Which character do each of you play and which DWA groupie makes up the fourth A-teamer? Whoa. First of all, I don't <laughs> even know the show well enough, but Lane's definitely Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's I thought it would be
0: like the old dude. Oh, what's his name? I the think I'm the old dude. dude with the cigar. Yeah, yeah.
2: But then, That's who's you? the other guy? Who else is in there?
0: uh There's the younger dude. Oh, and the younger I don't know dude, his name. And then there's another That's guy. Hard.
1: He's like a kind of a like a kind of like a slick guy over here. I don't know what I don't know what his dude. Front. Oh yeah, yeah is he like the ball. con
0: man kind of guy or something? B
1: A Barracus. They're all con men, right? Dude, I, I, I don't, don't know. I was never into the show, so I have no idea.
2: I was into it, but I just—it's been so long since I've seen it, and I was—I was into it as like a kid, thinking explosions were cool. Like I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I remember I was or... on a
1: lot, but I don't think I ever really like,
0: you know, it wasn't a lot. Like I wasn't into it.
1: Oh, face! Yeah. Wait a minute. So yeah, th- this is the guy I was thinking of. Uh, Faceman, Templeton Faceman Peck.
2: That's the worst name I've ever heard. Yeah, he's the he's <laughs> the Templeton face.
1: Faceman yeah. Faceman. <laughs> Is he a jaguar? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, he look, kind of looks Denis like jaguar he, faceman. He's like a Ricardo Montalban kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Ricardo Montalban. But
2: wait, that's the guy with this uh... Stephen okay. James. I don't know. Got to I gotta, know I, I gotta watch it again. I'm sorry, teal. We're not, we're not a team uh, ready.
1: Tim Dunnigan. Okay. Yeah, go for it.
2: KC nine KC nine fourteen says. I have a 72 914 that has had a lot of money dumped in it over 10 years. Engines recently gave up the ghost. It's a 1.7. It's uh, light ivory repainted Grand Prix white was just offered a good shape barn find project, a 79 14 in tangerine better shape cosmetically, but likely also needs an engine worth making the move to tangerine for rarity or stick with rebuilding uh, the engine out of his.
0: Oh man. Oh, I'm gonna let Lane think, go on this one first because he's number two. Yeah. Like
2: wait well, do you, you like tangerine over a uh, repainted white car?
0: I think it's a condi- it's a condition thing with a nine fourteen for me. Um it's also a year thing. Seventy and seventy two are pretty close. So um but a seventy two does have a I think it has a movable passenger seat, which is nice. The seventy mm. has a fixed passenger seat. Uh, it, it, and the air vents aren't and stuff, but I I would I would just pick whichever one's nicer, and I think you could just swap you could swap everything over pretty easily. And it That's sounds like both says. engines are bad anyways so might as well go with the better condition car.
2: And original paint would, would yeah be a for notch sure. for or, or for a condition yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: damn. So I yeah, do like an, tangerine. An,
1: yeah. I do like an, a a white nine fourteen though. They look, they look good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Uh, CalSpeed says, I have an opportunity to buy an original owner Porsche 914. It's been stored away decently and not driven for maybe 15 years. Should I buy it if it's less than $8,000? Would like to build a vintage race car. Thoughts?
0: You need to, I need a lot more information. Yeah. Uh, a four cylinder 914? I don't, yeah, there's like a, what year is it? Is there rust? Um, There's so many things there, like if it, no matter what year it is, if it's like clean without, you know, rust free, like meaning the rocker panels are clean, there's no hell hole, then it's probably worth that number. But I mean, you could be getting into a total pile that's rusty and not worth that. So it could be a, could be a 74, two liter that's like in really nice shape and it's worth double what you're saying you know so it's really difficult
1: without knowing more information mm-hmm.
2: agreed agreed
0: um
1: so what i guess in that sense you, you mentioned a few things like what are the things to look out for then right you said so rust is like the number one it sounds like
0: rust is number one i mean that's like yeah. it's kind of all you need to look out for really it's like uh yeah that's it
2: Poor yeah. poor repaint stuff like that yeah
0: of course normal car stuff but yeah There's like, there's rust areas on these cars that are like very well known
1: and that's make or break. And year wise, what are the better years you think? Like,
0: I mean, in my, my opinion and most people's opinions, unless they're basically dumb because they (laughs) convinced them, they convinced themselves otherwise because they own (laughs) said other years because that's like, you know, it's like, Oh, well I like this because I own it kind of thing. Seventy. 374 the best year of 914s i don't care what you say (laughs) um basically they're like the old ones but they have a side shift transmission which is like still not great by today's standards but like like those tail shift transmissions are dog shit Mm. and then uh the 7374 is like 74 is a bumperettes on the front and rear but those are easily taken off and Mm. put carriage bolts to, bolts to fill the holes um and there's still you can get chrome bumpers if it's an appearance package or black if it's not but yeah 73 74 are where it's at um they also have um bars in the doors which were like the old school racers didn't like that because they added a little weight but mm. in reality like you want to you want your you want you want some bars in your doors dude Mm. <laughs> like, like we know
2: you choose life
0: yeah i choose life so yeah it's just they're better cars you know they're just like they seem from the ones i've driven to they feel like they're better screwed together than the mm. early cars and then the later cars have the big fat ugly bumpers so the 75 76 or something? 75 76 and mm. and, and i smug. know um and he lives in san francisco and a 76 is unsmoggable. i was gonna say you know so you don't want a 76 that's like an unsellable car here almost
2: Mm. Uh very good. Ben Roget says, "Would you push your kids to love cars like you do or let them find their own passions?"
1: Uh, that's a hard yeah, one to answer yeah. because
2: it's like I'm, I my I'm into cars and so obviously I'm going to uh revolve around that in in a lot of ways and if they happen to like it, that's great. I'm not like forcing Andrew to like cars, but he freaking loves them. So Dang. that definitely helps. <laughs> but, yeah, you're not yeah. pushing though. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I make him watch every Formula One race, the, well, and I I quiz him on the drivers and you point whip structure. him when he's wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like my and favorite
0: I, driver's Lance Stroll.
2: You and start I'm like, hitting you better him. Eat all that. You got to eat all that marzipan <laughs> right
1: now, you little fucker. Yeah, but didn't, I, I did yeah. see you spank him once because he called your. Uh, uh, radial TAs, Michelins. And that was no good. <laughs> that, that was that was a serious problem. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like, you're going to do your, you're going to do what you do. Right. And you're going to bring your kid along. That's kind of like the way I see it is like when she's around me, she's going to see stuff that I'm into and I'm going to kind of expose her in that way. But like we both my wife and i agree that we try to expose her to everything right it's like we we put music we put instruments in the house we put paint around the house we try to do everything to see what she's into and like and of course she likes none of it she just wants to dance and sing so um, just no i'm just kidding no but um i guess that yeah like that's sort of my answer it's like we want to expose them to as much as possible to see what they're into but i'm also going to continue to bring the bring her along to all the car shit that i do
2: and I'm also not very good at pushing Andrew to do certain like sports or I just kind of like let him do his thing. And the same thing's true for cars. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not the dad that's out there like, all right, we got to throw you know. You're the not, you're baseball. not living <laughs>
0: vicariously through him. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and you know there was always those dads where it's like, you have to do 30 minutes of like cat, catching with me today, totally to yeah. practice, totally. or else you're gonna. And suck then they end
2: you. up hating you and the sport, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. You're gonna play football and you're uh,
0: gonna like it, boy. Yeah. And (laughs) you're like, and I'm going to be a coach. So you have to be on the team. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There was so many of those kids.
1: I want to coach. So
2: God damn it. You better be good.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I'm not pushing them towards anything really. I'm just like, hopeful, like they'll, they'll obviously be, they're obviously exposed to cars and frozen. Um, but uh, yeah, they're exposed to cars and stuff. So they have more. Maybe they'll have more interest than most kids that aren't exposed to it. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely not pushing them in, in any direction.
2: Yeah. Um, Kurt K. Photo is asking, uh, what do you think about Volkswagen? I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, yeah. Volkswagen pretended to.
0: And change they did the name. it on the 30th instead of April Fools, which is two days away.
2: Well, they like let they leaked a press release that was supposed to be for April Fools to make it seem more plausible, and yeah. it's all just a total hoax. Well, we'll find out on April first, but
1: <laughs> or maybe they decided not to change it because of the uh, because of the lash uh, backlash. Rather, they're like, you know what? Actually, that let's not do that. L- l- let's It's do so it. German. Yeah. It's such German comedy. Like, oh, that's funny, right? <laughs> but you know, it was an American thing, right? Like, it had I to don't be so American. Volkswagen of North America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, works. North America. Well, right. and it's also. But, I mean, I, you've heard people say that. Like, growing up, I've heard people. We'll say Volkswagen like my whole yeah, life yeah. like that mispronounce yeah. it right
2: mispronouncing yeah Um, but yeah there, there was an article uh essentially just saying like these these dickheads that did Dieselgate are now trying to <laughs> fuck with this you know again kind of <laughs> so I don't think it went real well but uh I don't think they'll be changing it there was a rumor that just their their electric cars would be Volkswagens, which is so stupid. That was but
1: the thing, right? Like all Because it was <laughs> right, right, moving like, in that direction. Not the
2: whole, not the whole yeah. company, mm-hmm. in other words. But yeah, that's uh, silly, silly stuff. Um Is it that time? I
1: well, guess, yeah.
2: Trivia time. And I have the latest sports car market magazine, which has one of my favorite cars of all time. Um I don't know if you can see it but Oh yeah, Gisetta Maruder oh, in Susana the house.
1: Blue That's one. yeah, the guys pop, over pop, in a... pop
2: pop 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 up pop and down headlights <laughs> <laughs> for 8 of them. Uh no, there's I don't know how many actual Six? lights there are but four four pop-ups. That's oh, being so sold by be uh, eight curated, eight. right? Um this one was sold at RM Sotheby's in Arizona. January 22nd. This is a dark blue Chisetta Maroder. It is right-hand drive, and it was commissioned by the Sultan of Brunei. Ah, uh, right-hand
1: drive. Well.
2: Right-hand drive. Um, and apparently it's been gone through to work and run, but I doubt it's been restored like the one we saw at Canepa, Giorgio Maroder's, uh personal car. But it is still a Chisetta Maroder, and it did sell. Give me a cost here. How
0: many miles? Um, because that's gonna help in what I your guess say, well, is. Well, well, is I mean, but 100.
1: it could be Sultan Number Nine. Like that guy has <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of cars that he never drives, yeah, yeah. so it's possible that this thing has delivery miles on it, which would make a difference. How many total were even built? Ten. Okay, yeah.
2: Nine original, uh, in original production run. I guess there's one that was built after the fact, and I think that they will still build you one. There's something weird about it. Mm. Like they, they claim that, that you could still order one which is uh wild. But uh I'd have to look farther to find that mileage, but um it says that it was shipped from Italy uh to Singapore and it sat for 25 years and was never delivered to Brunei. And then um Pininfarina subsequently heavily modified two other uh V16 Ts, so the Chisetta, they took a Chisetta motor and put a Ferrari flat 12 engine in it what? with irreversible structural changes. Hmm. One of those cars remains in an incomplete disassembled state while the other is displayed at the Marconi Automotive Museum in Tustin, California. That's crazy.
1: Wait, am I? It says, th- it's. this is a transverse layout, right? So they put a flat yeah. 12 across the back, huh? That's interesting.
2: And they changed the chassis to do it. Huh. And then it says chassis 101 is the only V16T from the Brunei royal family's collection to have escaped this fate and today remains just as it arrived in Singapore. So Hmm. it's been sitting for 25 years. I doubt it has any miles. Yeah, like zero (laughs) miles.
0: And did these things ever run right anyways?
2: Probably not. And by the way, the Sultan of Brunei commissioned approximately 2,000 cars. Thousand, two thousand. Holy shit. How? How? Like, I would love to go in depth. That took so much work to, like, to talk to each manufacturer like ferrari i want a wagon and it's uh, not just like
0: yeah exactly it's not like a even ordering a normal car with like a new porsche gt3 with options is like a lot of things but imagine this like no i want it to look like this like draw me a sketch okay oh well that look i want different taillights like everything
2: is unique like the the switch gear the seats the colors i mean it's like
1: it's crazy. It's totally crazy. That's why this is so significant, right? Like this is somebody who has all the wealth and he lives cars. Like it's like literally a thing, right? Like, like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. drive them. Yeah, it's bizarre, yeah. he he just yeah, didn't co- he even
0: have it. this car in his possession for 25 years. That's it just
2: And all the cars that he did have in his possession, I've seen tons of, like, photos,
1: especially back in the day. They're just, like, dust covered yeah. in warehouses. Yeah, it's a weird hoarder situation. Because, like, I've seen... Yeah, <laughs> he's a weird. Got, yeah, he's got, like, seven or eight F40s in different colors just, like, sitting there. Yeah. yeah. And
2: he's got one-off Ferraris, like... um I mean, the list goes on and on. And it's so weird. It's a hoarder, but you're... It'd be like... um ordering trash (laughs) like no i want my trash to be like kind of in big bags and then i'm just gonna throw it in this room and like close the door (laughs) it's want the bag to be yellow um all right so what do you got
1: dude i have no fucking clue
0: i i dude i i don't remember what that like i have no clue at all uh it's so weird because it's like it's kind of not very drivable it's also not a it's from you know it's a very i feel like your pool of people that want this car is not as large as a ferrari f40 you know or something like that right and and it doesn't yeah. have the credentials of like being a good good driver's car uh
2: although no one's really driven them which is but weird
0: it's so rare so that's a thing
2: I just found it. Uh just over a thousand kilometers huh, interesting. on it. Yeah,
0: so six hundred miles. Trippy. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go six hundred thousand. I'm gonna go five hundred thousand.
2: You guys are both good. Art's a little better. Uh six sixty five, mm. including buyers premium. So uh this is the the final line here. It it was the curated car by the way. Um and they did go through it to like, I guess get it running but they said it otherwise like cosmetically it was perfect um and it says this lamborghini inspired passion built supercar seems like it can only have an upside for its new owner well bought hmm. they don't really say well bought like that you know they'll say like fair for both parties if it's like a mm-hmm. decent deal but i kind of i tend to agree i could see this doubling in value in the next you know five years
0: really but who's your clientele
2: I just think that these are so rare and people are going to be looking at, you know, the comps are a Bugatti EB110, which are like 2.2. Mm-hmm. That's like the technology. And, and these were also built to a pretty high standard. It wasn't just like a kit car. It was like well, the guy who designed the Diablo yeah. went on to build this. and
0: But we've all seen cr- the interior of this thing, too. <laughs> so so uh, we'll look at a
2: Diablo. Uh, like I know, dude,
0: but how about an XJ220? What do those go for?
2: Those are, those are cheaper. Yeah, because so... They don't, but, they built more of them, and what? they're also they're a V6. This is a V16. But it's also a drivable they're... car. Well, these are drivable. Uh, are they? <laughs> I think <laughs> who's your brother saw one? At, your brother saw one at CVS. Yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: That fucking is drivable that is true he saw it at cbs so the guy was like
1: picking up some like contact yeah. solution fucking yeah. dude prescriptions dude i mean yeah. you can practically daily driving you could take this thing camping down to big sur dude Blasket <laughs> creek i, I mean <laughs> yeah. i totally
2: would imagine my drive i was euphoric in a van again imagine chesetta marauder, is that
0: a marauder. The hell yeah i'm down all
2: right hmm. uh, 1983 volkswagen gti this is a uh British auction, so it's right hand drive 42,000 miles. It is blue over gray velour, tatty and dull with flaking paint on bonnet, but doesn't look too rotten with decent strut tops. Interior interior velour looks okay, but holy grail rear parcel shelf appears to be missing. Ah, it, it looks rough in photos. I, I can't show it to you because it'll reveal the price, but yeah. it is like the hood is totally clear coat, sunbaked. Um the clear like coat. the red trim around the Ooh. grill is like it wouldn't have strawberry. clear coat What's that?
0: It wouldn't have clear coat.
2: Uh it just looks like it's been through one of those automatic car washes a thousand times, but the picture's mm. tiny, so it's hard to tell.
1: Mm.
0: So is it um, uh is you said eighty two? Eighty three, right? Eighty three.
1: So that's euro, oh, okay. that's a round head light car for their market. Um but that's a yeah. late
0: that's a yeah, I mean they started GTIs in what, like seventy seven or something like that?
1: So um, it's
2: definitely needs like cosmetics and stuff but it's pretty low mileage 42,000 Is
0: this in pounds? Uh no. In dollars. By the way, I really but like it the was word sold in oh, it.
2: in the
1: UK. I really like the word tatty. I'm a ratty I'm guy I'm going to say
0: $8,000.
1: I have a feeling that they're starving for these cars in a way that we don't even understand because they just don't exist there and they're willing to pay crazy money. I'm gonna go fifteen five, Bob.
2: Dude, art, good guess. Sixteen two. Wow. Jeez. There you go. Sixteen thousand dollars for a ratty. Damn. I mean low mileage, but needs some love for sure. Yeah. That's what a, a car in UK is going for. So you know what that means? Right hand drive. So well,
1: right hand drive is the thing, but uh when we when we put uh your brother's car on there, Lane, Blaze's car. Yeah. We got to market to the European market. (laughs) I know, (laughs) sure, right? Uh, But do you
2: think left-hand drive will kill their desire? Well, Germany
1: though, not yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, good call. Um, All right, we have two more. Two thousand nine roof CTR three. So this is the car that I was talking about the other day, which looks like a Cayman Cayman, stretched out. Um, It has a. It still has a flat six, six speed. This car was, I think, the one that we saw at Laguna Seca a couple of years back because it last sold in 2018 um, at Bonhams at the Quail Lodge. But you know how they usually like brought some cars over to Laguna Seca to kind of preview it? Um, so this is a, a wild roof uh, CTR3, and I don't think they've built very many of them. No, they barely it's built like,
0: any. What color is it?
2: It says 31 produced compared to 1,300 Carrera GTs. It is silver uh, chroma flash hologram matte. Oh, so red it's, leather. it's the
0: one that was a Canepa, right? Yeah, I think so. It's that, that was that color, and I doubt they made a bunch of those. No, no, huh.
2: definitely not. Yeah, th- um, that's
0: a weird car, dude. It's like, I don't feel like it has Silver
2: the, over red.
0: They don't quite have the presence of a Carrera GT. They feel like smaller, but they're not that small. They're kind of a strange car.
1: They're kind of trippy. It is a strange car. They're very um, and they remind me of like um, like of a lobster or something. They've got like a lot of scalloping or something, right? Like I can't. Yeah. They have that.
0: They have that like Lotus Exige rear rear clamshell kind of like window treatment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, man.
0: I'm. (laughs) Yeah, I've got it. This is. It's so hard because it is rare. It's a company still making rad cars. Mm -hmm. Always made rad cars. I don't feel like this one got that much love, but it's so rare.
2: 31 produced. I mean, they're going to be special forever, but.
0: I'm going to say. I'm going to say 1.2
1: million. Holy moly. Going that way. (laughs) Whoa. Um, I'm going to go 425 grand. Huh?
2: Um, Let's see who's closer. 1.2, 1.2. You guys are like right in the middle. 810. Huh. 810. It sold for $650 in 2018. He got to enjoy the car for two years and he made uh, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's pretty Ooh. good. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad deal. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what the like where those will go. I think they'll kind of just sit around that value for a while. Like it's hard to imagine it going much higher. But it's a that's a crazy car. I mean, this mm. crazy silver matte over red. Um, yeah, they're funny looking because they've got
1: for... like a nine nine seven esque looking front end, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they kind of like look, a,
0: They look like they're based off a of Cayman, but they're not. Like mm-hmm. that's the exactly. Whole, so they kind of look not. cheap in a way. You're like, oh, that's a cheaper Porsche.
2: It's a crazy car. I kind of I dig them, but I would love to see what they look like moving. I, <laughs> I don't bet, think I've ever seen one driving.
0: I bet they're really good to drive.
2: I bet they're insane. Yeah. All right. Last one here. Um, let's see here. This is a uh, Gayette and Dieter auction. Uh, and they are selling um, fishing lures. Oh, uh, Good okay. old fishing lure auction. This is a 1940 Oscar Peterson uh, out of Cadillac, Michigan. And it is uh, a pike, 15-inch wooden pike that's accurately painted, has a glass eye. Uh, just recently came to auction at uh, Gayet and Dieter. Those guys are great. Mm. Um, a pike, fifteen-inch wooden pike.
1: That's a big Art. lure. Holy shit!
2: That's what she said. Uh, yeah, so uh, ice fishing lure. I yeah, think is what these from are from the forties.
0: Huh? And it has 40s. a real glass eye.
2: Mm. Yeah, and it's yeah. not very impressive looking. It's drab. <laughs> yeah. It's drab green. I'll see if I can. How show many it hooks? Guys. How many hooks do we have?
0: Oh, that's cool. Gotcha.
2: Uh, no hooks. At B Y O hook. Okay,
0: I'm gonna say uh, thirty-three thousand dollars.
1: Holy moly!
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: I think it, shit. This is this has to be super impressive, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't be bringing it up. How many of these did they make, Warren? Is this a an art artisan that uh... limited run <laughs> of one of one? Okay, <laughs> hand painted 1940s pike.
2: I don't think they had a big factory going. Seventeen thousand five hundred. Would it it surprise you to know that you're both low? No, it wouldn't, (laughs) actually. 42,500. Oh,
0: dude. My first guess was going to (laughs) be (laughs) 100,000.
2: Dude, Uh, 15 inch fishing lure for 42,500. So the moral of the story is if you go to the flea market and you see an old guy selling fishing lures, you might take
1: a closer look at the pike. Glass eye is what you want, not the reason. So resin. don't
2: feel bad when you spend money on cars that rad for sale uh, because people spend $42,000 on fishing lures there you that go. they will never use, right? Dude, yeah. there,
1: so I can't remember what show it was, but it was an on NPR. It was a podcast about this great feather theft uh that happened in i think in the netherlands and there are these feathers from a very specific bird that are used on lures and like apparently they're super prized that it's an endangered bird or maybe they're even extinct i don't remember so there's a limited supply of these feathers and they somebody broke into a museum in the netherlands to steal these feathers and it was a huge deal uh but these lures are i i want to say they're like Deep into the six figures, you know, because they're they're oh very old. God. They're from like the sixteen, seventeen hundreds or some shit. I can't remember, but they're they're crazy though. Um, fishing lure world. It gets nerdy.
2: There's there's a niche for everything, right? It is funny when you start Dude, learning these. Things. Ever
0: since the the great pigeon sold for three million dollars or whatever yeah my whole world is like ev- nothing know.
1: like nothing makes any nothing sense at all <laughs> what about that guy with I'm the kinda, fucking with the 32 million dollar gif or whatever
0: well, <laughs> yeah. oh no 60
1: you mean 60. 69 million or? 60 million yeah, yeah. For, for the digital mosaic or what were you calling it yeah <laughs> jesus
2: yeah uh, non-fungible non-fungible oh yeah, yeah. crypto <laughs> crypto something or other um yeah. yeah dude the world's out there you just got to go get it so
1: what we're i think we bring this all the way back around to rad for sale and we start accepting uh rad coin for uh, rad for sale right is that what's ha- gonna happen yes
2: yeah. yes we're gonna put our oh i bought some cryptocurrency myself i'm gonna go check that out after this dang where is
0: it <laughs> <No>. i <laughs> don't know
2: my friend uh told me he's like i don't know he said that uh get in now while it's hot can you believe that fucking bitcoin you could have bought it a year ago for 3500 bucks
1: and it's like 60 grand now or five years ago you could have got it for 750 (laughs) you know or whatever it was i know
2: (laughs) so that's where i got in now so don't worry about it guys oh dang so oh,
0: you're
1: oh. in yeah right before it tanks i'm scared. oh good
0: <laughs> all those bitcoin oh, people are so gnarly too they're trying to convince everyone oh. else because they want theirs to go up dude it's like a it's well, like mean, a pyramid thing. I mean, game, yeah yeah man. dude
1: I've, I've had i've been in that exact scenario there's like i was like kind of almost cornered at a little gathering it's, oh do you got to do ethereum or whatever it's you trust me man like you should go for it and i'm just like well you blew it leave me alone yeah. yeah um I know. There's ups and downs to everything, Wham, so it's be just keep an <laughs> eye on that stuff cuz it's it's crashed and survived. it's 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 oh, gone, dude. you know, it's I'm fluctuated. It. I
2: mean, I put my whole I put my life savings into
1: it. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, three hundred dollars. Second out on his home, and so he bought. Wait, three hundred dollars. So you bought like one one thousandth of something? Is that what happened? No, no, I bought uh, Cardano.
2: Look it up, everyone. Oh, Car- Get in oh, wait there again.
1: <laughs> hey, is this a, this is what's happening right now?
2: <laughs> Cardano, it's going to be the next big thing. It just got on Coinbase, <laughs> and uh, uh... they really talk about it being the next big thing. So it's a dollar thirty or something now. Actually I haven't checked in a few days because I was out of town, but it's probably like a penny now. But overnight. <laughs> but uh you know,
0: you never know. It's all about those just penny kinda. stocks.
2: That's DP <laughs> and his marijuana <laughs> penny stocks. <laughs> I I like the idea, but dude, I just I don't know. I'm out. I'm uh, out. All right. That's all right. podcast. Cardano, Later, get in there.
1: Later. Bye. All right.
2: All right see ya.